So okay. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited. Thanks, Chesh. How you going? Here we go. This might be me. Award. Yep. This morning. This is. I think it might be me. The Bing Bing Award. Never had an award before. Is given. Okay, I think it might be me. To person here. Cool. Get the name right. Get the name right. Let me put. Stay there, you have to shake my hand. Thank you, thank you. You can sit down now. Seat! Feeling important gives you energy. Feeling important is important because you see, you live. Out of your importance. How you feel is how you live, because you live out of your sense of importance. And I want to suggest to you that over the years, man has lost his importance. You see, some people, some people have tried to fake their importance. You know what? We put on this, we put it, make it look like we're important. I faked the importance once. I was asked to meet a guy, it's a true story, and he was actually um, at this conference, and there was a special room called the VIP room. They were having lunch, and I was supposed to meet him in the VIP room. But no one told me how to get into the VIP room, because he was already there. So I go to this conference, I'm thinking, okay, I've got no badge, no one knows me, how am I going to get into the VIP so I hung around the foyer for a little bit and I noticed that people were just walking in. So I thought, okay, pretend I'm important. I noticed the guy's name was Joe. See, I've seen this on, on James Bond, right? Uh, so his name was Joe. So what I did was I walked back out of the foyer. I came in the front door. I saw someone I know. I said, hey, Bill. And Bill said, g'day, Steve. Good. I kept walking through. I noticed that Joe was the security man. I just walked straight past him. G'day, Joe. Kept walking. I got straight in. I faked it. I was important. I got into the room and a man was at the door and he said, oh, g'day. I said, g'day. Walked in and I found my seat next to the guy I was meeting. I said, whoa, sneak that one through. He said, what do you mean? I said, I got through the security and asked who I was. He said, no, I told him you were coming. He said, there's not too many people with a bald head, a goatee, and looks like Walter Smith walking in the front door. <laughs> so I didn't fake it. But, you know, sometimes we try and fake our importance by the way we look, by the way we dress. Some people, they pretend their importance. It's a self-importance. The people at school, the people at work who bully. Domestic violence is people trying to be important. There's, there's a sense of motor rage, which is a sense of 
I'm important. And sometimes we do bad things because we're trying to be important. If I can squash someone else, I feel important. If I can knock someone down, and here is the issue. You see, it happened right back in the garden that we heard about at the beginning when God spoke through Brian. Gee, didn't Brian sound like God? So, he sometimes he thinks he is. <laughs> and that's coming from grace. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so, back in the garden, man was important to God. Best mates, he was important to God. So important that God gave him a job to name all the animals in the world. That's how important he was. Adam and Eve had special parking rights. Adam and Eve, they had it all. But you see, they went and the devil came along and said, you know what? I reckon God's trying to rip you off. You could be more important than that. Don't listen to God. He just wants you to be less than him. We could make you important. So he did. And then what happened? Adam and Eve, they got tricked. And God is looking for Adam and Eve and can't find them. Why? Because all of a sudden, their self-importance or their importance that God had given them had disappeared and they were hiding. And they had to go and make their own clothes to try and cover themselves up, just like people do today. If I can, if I can be successful, if I can be told I'm good, I'm important. But all the time, God's saying it's got nothing to do with that. You see, you live out of your importance. And your importance isn't what you do. Your importance isn't how you look. Thank you, Jesus. Your importance is actually got to do with who you know. Your importance has to do with who you know. Now, I know a guy who's extremely important. I won't mention his name. He is uh, quite up there in the elite in Australia. And he, uh, he comes over here sometimes and he rang up and said, Steve, I'm coming over. Do you want to meet me for breakfast? I said, that'd be great. He said, well, look, come past the hotel. Pick me up. We'll go in the taxi and we'll go down and we'll go to the airport and we'll have a chat before I leave because I'm tight for time. I said, that'd be fantastic. So we went over to town, found him at his, air, at his uh, hotel. We jumped in a fancy taxi and we go to the airport. And he said, just come with me. And I followed him all the way up to this special lounge. And he walked in. And as he walked in, this man behind the counter said, oh, good morning, mister. And I went, he knows your name. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, just give us your bags, give us your tickets, we'll sort it all out for you. And they said, and who might this be? And they said, oh, this is my, my friend and uh, his name is Steve Hall. And the man said, well, welcome, Mr. Hall. And I said, my dad's here. <laughs> and, he, and he takes me in and we walk into this really fancy place and he said, eat whatever you like, Steve. I said, really? He said, drink as many coffees. I said, you're joking. <laughs> Heaven is here. See, I discovered something. I walked into a place for important people because a friend of mine who was important, it wasn't who I was, it wasn't what I achieved, it's who I was with. And Jesus came to earth through the baby Jesus to tell you and to build back 
that relationship so that your importance would be restored. Because you see, your importance, your self-worth, your value is what you live out of. I want to take you to a story of Mary. Mary was pretty crazy, right? Mary and Joseph, that's the baby. That was so cute up there. Baby Jesus. And Mary comes along, and we read in the story just now that there she was, and Gabriel comes and has a yarn to her and tells her she's going to have a baby. Now, you might pick it this way. You might think, wow, that's pretty cool. But let me tell you, that Mary did not have a high self-importance at that time. Let me tell you why. When you think of Mary and Joseph, you might think of, is Beck and Tim here? Where's Beck and Tim? Not here? They're gone somewhere. Okay. I just want a nice young couple. Who's a nice, cute? No, you're not young. Who's uh, a young couple? Can I have a young couple here? Dan, Dan and Em? I need a young couple. Caitlin, Caitlin, that's it. Kay, come on, Aiden, come here. Now, this is, not, this is not prophetic, okay? So don't get worried. But you might think that it was a nice, cute Mary and Joseph about this age and about the same, and they were, they were where's Dad and Mum? So, and, and they were going to get married, and, and Caitlin came along and said, oops, I'm already pregnant, and she went, he went, what happened there, right? And so God told me, and he's going, oh, yeah, right. Um, so... It wasn't. It was more like this. Is there a 13-year-old, 12 or 13-year-old girl here? I want a 12 or 13-year-old girl. Ida. Where's Ida? Ida, come here. Come here Ida. Okay. Ida. It's more like this. This is Ida. Ida, how old are you? 13. You're 13. Right. You're pre- Mary was about 12 or 13. And you know what? Joseph was about 60. And Joseph, I'm not close, I'm close, right? I'm close. Just pretend, another year. Okay, so Joseph, he goes and talks to your dad. Is your dad here? No, okay. So I go and talk to Mark. I say, Mark, I want this girl. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you my red Hilux. (laughs) And he says, Great, you've got no say in this, okay? This is me and Mark. He's got my red Hilux now, and I've got you. Guess what? I've got another wife or two, and I've already got a whole family over here. And she's going to get married to a 60-year-old? And this is this, this. I don't want to be rude, but the older you get, the less chances there are of having puppies. So, so you've got to have got a great future. You see, I don't think that Mary felt that important at that time. I think she was just doing what she had to do. I don't think it was a real privilege to get married to a 60-year-old. Especially when you've just been sold for a red Hilux. Well, the Hiluxes are good. (laughs) You see, I want to suggest to you that her value and her worth wasn't great. Sorry, you can sit down. We won't get married, okay? Because Margie, you know... I don't think her worth was great. I don't think she felt that important. We think she might have done until one day she meets this angel who sits down and says, Mary, Mary, I've got some stuff to tell you. And she's going, oh, no, please, no more. No more. I've had enough. It says, you're going to have a child. You're going to have a child. 
And all of a sudden, Mary, I'm going to give you three words today that's important about knowing your importance. Number one is Mary was told she was important and she received it. She received her importance. You see, I want to tell you right now, young people, I want to tell you older people, I don't know what you've been going through this year. But one word that came to me very clearly was, Steve, in my eyes you're important. Why? Because we have relationship. You see, she received, because she said, go to that next slide for me. She says this, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. If you take that word, it means I am the Lord's favour I've come to serve him. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. She received the significance of who she was. I want to tell you, let me tell you right now, Christmas is about God giving his son to you because you are favoured. You are important. He went right through from Genesis all the way through to today because you are important. You're important. And that's what I want you to hear today. Because you will live out of your importance. You are important. The next thing that happened with Mary is that when she discovered her importance, it then says, next one, she went and repeated. She went and found Elizabeth. She goes and sees Elizabeth and she says, Elizabeth, notice she didn't go and tell Joseph. It would have been a negative. She didn't go and tell her mum and dad. Because that wouldn't have been good because they could have lost the red Hilux. <laughs> Not a good thing. So who did she go and tell? Elizabeth. Why? Cousin. What's wrong? Yep, sorry. But she was a godly lady. And she went and saw Elizabeth. She said, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth knew straight away because the baby inside her jumped up and down. She went, I know what you're going to say. And this is awesome. Because this is what she said. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. Church, you are blessed. Listen to the story of Christmas. You are important because God has chosen you. He came to earth and you are blessed because you believe. Yesterday I was sitting with one of my neighbours and we were sitting having a yarn. And he's a guy that... He, he doesn't believe. In fact, he's very much into science and stuff and I love having conversations with him. And he was just asking me about my year and I told him about my year and he said, you know, then we started talking about the world and he said, I even look at, at all the things, even the Big Bang Theory. And he said, I still think there must be something out there. And I said, you know, you and I might believe differently, but I reckon there must be something I said, my experience with me tells me there's something. Because I had a merry experience where God one day when I was at my lowest point said, Steve, you're important. I came to earth because you're important. And then I went and told my mates. But I didn't tell my mates who, were, who were, had a can of beer and were a little bit sozzled at the time. I went and told my good friends who said, I know, I can see it in you, Steve. There's something I see in you. Because you believed, I will do. Young people, older people, know this year ahead that you are important, that God has met with you. He is actually going to say to you, I've got a plan. And if you believe him, receive it. 
and then go and tell people about it. And the last thing that happened was Mary then went and wrote this great song. She started singing. And we caught it, the, the, we, we repeat it and we sing it even today. And she started rejoicing because God had met with her and she was carrying something of significance. She moved from a place of disappointment to appointment. She moved from a place of no value to a place of great value. She moved from a place of just being a young girl, being married to an older bloke, to a person who now has met with God and is carrying the saviour of the world. You and I, we've got something to rejoice Mary responded, oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of this lowly servant. And from now on, all generations will call me important. This Christmas, know this. You are important. And live out of your importance because of your relationship with Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't know what that's all about, if you want to know more about it, we've got Alpha coming up next year and we'd love to tell you more about that. Come on Christmas Day, we're going to tell you a bit more about that. But if you want to ask the question, what is this really all about? Let me tell you, your life will change. Or maybe you've just come along to these things over and over again, you hear the same old story, but stop for a moment and look at the big picture, look at the historical facts. And listen to these one words. You are important because Jesus, I don't think he got up one day and went, I just think, pretty good here in heaven, hanging around with the angels, hanging out with God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, having a bit of fun, making things, making worlds. Hey, let's go down to that world where they all do nasty things. And let's go down to that world where people aren't living right. Let's go down and hang out. And tell me what, while I'm down there, why don't I just go and die on the cross? And he didn't do that because it was fun. He did it because he saw you and I and said, you're important enough for me to come down. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you that you, you, through this event of Christmas, a shouting out to us that you made a way through that manger. You made a way because Jesus, the Son of God, wanted to write that relationship where we lost our importance and our favour with God and we hid ourselves from you and you've made it possible. And Lord God, I pray. I pray even now that these words would ring through to us. You came because you saw us individually. You said you even would leave 99 to go and find the one. You saw us and you're trying hardest you can through the story of Christmas. The devil wants to steal it, but we're going to take it back because the story of Christmas tells me that I am so important. Heaven would come to earth. God would send his son not just to live with us, but to die and to rise again so that we can get back into that favoured relationship with you, that important relationship, that we would live out of our importance in you. Amen. We're going to sing a song in a minute, Joy to the World. But first of all, can we just put our hands together for all the kids?